The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready to be inspired, uplifted, and motivated to greatness? It's time for Star Style. Be the star you are. With your effervescent personal growth coaches, the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, and health specialist, Heather Brittany. Define your vision, discover your passion, and design your future in this power-packed hour of life-changing talk radio. Featuring authors and success experts dedicated to helping you achieve the results you deserve. Be entertained, edutained, encouraged, and empowered. Smile, have fun, and celebrate you. Explore your potential and embrace your possibilities with your hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany on Star Style. Be the star you are, starting right now. to radio's finest program of positive book talk it is time for star style be the star you are it's our power party my name is cynthia bryan and i'm heather Brittany, and we are your personal growth success coaches here with you every week and we bring you authors experts professionals to help you live a more fulfilled life so we hope you get ready to pump your energy Live, love, laugh, learn, and listen. And we have a fabulous program for you today that really speaks to the fact that an education equals freedom. When uh, guest author E.D. Arrington will be with us with her book, Stay the Course. In Health Matters, Heather and I are going to be talking about turning flab into fab, a great topic for the new year. And finally, we'll continue the next installment of our Live Your Legacy with Stories of Courage and of heroes. The miracle moment for today is from Alan Cohen. And the best way to get what you want is to realize that you already have it. I like that mm-hmm. a lot, don't you? I mean, it's like, exactly. you know, it's it's what's inside. And we're always, so often, Heather, I think we're looking for things that are outside of us, you know. And we climb that mountain, then we want to climb the next one. And really, all the happiness we really need is right inside of us if we just look Deep enough. Well, in our health matter segment, uh, we are going to be talking about the flab from fab, but neither Heather or I are feeling all that up to par today. <laughs> you can hear from Heather. Today, really, excuse yeah, me, as I cough through this whole segment. I will be grabbing that tea for two and a very big glass of tea. (laughs) Yes. You know what? I have my, I have ginger tea sitting here with me and I put a big, a big hunk of ginger in it and added some honey and picked a lemon from the tree and, and some lemon leaves and I put it in there. So maybe you need to do the same thing. (laughs) You really need this tea at this, uh, at this time of the year. And I was saying right before the show that I've been, I was just so exhausted from, this whole week of crazy working and exercising and all the things that we are having to do, 
that um, when I opened a door today, somehow I something clicked. I don't know. I ran into a door. I've got a big golf ball size oh, no. on my head. Cut my head open. I thought I actually was going to knock myself out, but oh, here I goodness. am. So, <laughs> so Heather and I, we both Heather. I think we both need a, a, a health checkup here. <laughs> I know. Well, the whole segment is supposed to be about health. <laughs> it is. This is our health segment. So we got to get in shape here. I mean, normally we really are. So let's talk about, you know, every year in the new year, people start uh, one of the, the number one thing is they're going to get thinner or they're going to exercise or whatever. So we all have our, maybe not all of us, but there's always a little room for improvement. But what is the best way that we can turn that flab into fab. So yeah, we, I know, Heather, you've got tons of stuff. You're at the gym all the time. I'm not a gym rat. I'm a gardener. Exactly. And you know what, actually, and I apologize to all of our listeners out there if I cough my way through this whole thing. As I, as I talk about optimal health and I'm suffering through poor health right now, um, <laughs> weekend, I'm in the process of moving. I'm the lovely Miss Cynthia Bryan who's helping me out. And people may uh, underestimate how athletic moving is the process of boxes and all this stuff. And and it's, it's something interesting to know, too, that about 60% um, of uh, people who make their New Year's resolutions uh, break them uh, within the first uh, two weeks. And I know so many people, again, it's that, it's that moment, the strike of midnight, you think, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose 10 pounds, I'm going to stop smoking, I'm going to, you know, hang out with my kids, whatever it may be, people have these fantastic things that they never really seem to last. And a lot of people, as you were just saying, I'm a total gym rat. I love being on the machines. For me, that's what really makes it. And some people are not. Some people want to take walks outside or they don't have the time, they don't have the money. And there's actually so many things um, at your at, you know, at home you can be doing um, that you probably already are doing of burning calories and you're unaware of it. And um, a lot of things too of just you know, there's you know the yard work and and housework as I said about uh, moving. There's a lot of improvement in your physical fitness that are just with inside of your living room. And that can be gardening, um, even sitting at a dinner table. Um, it, it's there's just so many little things you can do to add physical fitness in turn. I know at um, the organization I work for, we have all these various clinics, but we have a one, a call center, a central unit where everyone calls into. And I visited, I I got to do a tour of all the clinics, including the call center. And at the call center, some of the chair, they had taken out chairs, and they put in those uh, stability balls. Because when you're sitting on that, you're working on your core, and it's, it's Silly little things, but if everyone's going with it, but by doing that, not only are you, you know, stuck at a desk job all day long answering phones, but you're working on your core. You're working on your stability. So when that kind of translates back to this whole, you know, New Year's resolution, I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to do this. If your uh, gym membership has already filled out and you find yourself at home, you know, whether it's financial or whatever, if you're there, there are so many ways you can transform yourself. So first, I know this hits home right with you, is yard work. And yard work um, is often, it's intensive labor. And that's why people hire other people to do their yard work, because they don't want to do it, because it's difficult, because it's exhausting. And you know when you're exhausted, you're burning calories, you're gaining muscle. Depending on where you live, you could also be getting a great tan at the same time. But something interesting is just 30 minutes 
of digging in the yard can burn about 315 calories. And that's the same amount that it takes of 45 minutes on a bicycle, um, a, a stagnant bicycle within a gym. So just and I'm so right glad now, you bring that up, Heather, because for all those people, you know, I'm such a major gardener and write about gardening and, and uh, coach on gardening and do the gardening guide. And so many people poo-poo the idea of gardening, but it is really, it's fun if you enjoy it, but it really is uh, very hard work and it is a good workout because you're using all your different muscles and just like just even weights, you know, instead of having to lift weights and you're lifting buckets or rocks. So I'm thrilled that you're bringing gardening into yeah, this turning said, club. And, yeah, and, and exactly another thing, weeding, 30 minutes, <laughs> excuse me, I apologize. I, I mean, there's, there's going to be a lot of cost during this segment. Uh, but 30 minutes of weeding um, burns about 115 calories, and that's the same amount it takes with 15 minutes of weight training. And the biggest thing, a lot of times when people don't understand, when they go to the gym, they want to be, you know, losing weight, getting toned, is weight training. And a lot of women, they think they're going to get bulky. But what happens is we discuss in other, you know, other of our segments is muscle burns more fat. And there's muscle underneath that fat, and, and a pound of muscle is the exact same as a pound of fat, but fat takes up more volume. Um, and when you're weeding, when you're in the garden, when you're doing all these things, there's a lot of weight involved with it. You know, you're digging, you're pulling, there's buckets. Um, same thing with raking. 30 minutes of raking burns about 225 calories. And this resistance, you know, of, of pushing and pulling, um, you're moving all these different things in your core, in your arms, your legs. So a lot of times, you know, people don't underestimate, you know, the, the thing of, of outdoor chores. The same thing when it comes into indoor chores. Um, again, is this past weekend in the process of moving, I really talked in, in work here of, of, uh, of how it all kind of goes down and how your body works with this, but just scrubbing a bathtub for 30 minutes. Now, I must say, if you're scrubbing a bathtub for 30 minutes, that is a very dirty bathtub. But uh, hypothetically, in, this, in kind of the bathroom essence of scrubbing, scrubbing for, um, for 30 minutes burns about 200 calories. Removing the stubborn soap and the scum and the tiles and all that stuff, uh, you're working your arms, you're working your shoulders, most likely, you're probably not correctly using good moves, so you're going to get a sore neck, a sore back, so it shows us. But um, if you're working, if you're thinking of that in the essence of, you know, I'm not getting to the gym, you really are getting a good workout. Uh, carrying shopping bags, um, this is something that I thought was really funny when I was looking at this stuff. It said, carrying shopping bags for 30 minutes. Now, I'm not a shopper, and I do know when I go to the grocery store, I'm not parking 30 minutes away, but if if you have me treading around the mall all day, they actually do have clubs um, that people more are kind of directed towards an older uh, uh, clientele, but they have these groups that will do kind of power walks around the mall for multiple hours in the morning. That 30 minutes. No, you're that. talking about walking there too. And the, I want to say that walking is just the easiest of exercises and you don't need any equipment. Everybody can do it. You just need, you know, a pair of walking shoes that fit you and have like a flexible sole. And yes. if you walk every day and you, you start with a short distance, 
you know, go five to 10 minutes at a time and then increase your time over the course of a few weeks. It can be anything from walking around your house to walking around your neighborhood to a park to going longer and you can break it up into small segments. Uh, and that is considered not only one of the easiest exercises, but one of the best exercises. And I also really think it's great what you're saying about like cleaning house and stuff because vacuuming, all of yeah. those things. I was like telling you, you know, carrying the paint cans, carrying oh just my what? No, a, thirty a gallon of paint. They're like yeah, weights, you know. What's you know? so funny is, is, is um, if you've ever looked in, you know, these various health magazine cells, is how how does every single month they come up with a hundred new ways to get great abs and and fifty new ways to make your man love you? It's like how do they create something new every month? It's just sort of regurgitating things. But what's so interesting is. Um, there was this whole uh, kind of like housewife thing. If you know, oh, you're staying at home, it has to be still. But so they had this thing about vacuuming. Vacuuming for 30 minutes burns about 90 calories, which is the same as about 15 minutes of kickboxing. However, if you want to work on your calves, your gams, wear high heels. I know this not, may sound crazy. This is not one for serious business. This is if you know you're stuck at the house, maybe you have kids. Um, anything in high heels, high heels, walking in high heels on its own or its own physical workout on you is, um, it's, it's kind of putting your, it's, uh, making your muscles, you know, kind of really being exhausted and working for that. Other things within the house, I mean, I saw, I saw you, this lady going, going to crazy this past weekend, but dusting, 30 minutes dusting, about 50 calories, ironing, 70 calories. There's so many things just around the house. Well, like you live in a three-story uh, house, and so running up and down those stairs to go from, you know, the laundry room to the bedrooms and back down to take a load, I mean, that is a lot. That's just as good as, you know, people buying, what is it, a Stairmaster or a Stepmaster, just run up and down stairs, and that can keep you in shape. I mean, there's, I think just living, we don't have to do the gyms, we don't have to spend money. Uh, we just have to think think about everyday activities that really will tone our bodies and keep us healthy. And what you said about when you're really feeling tired from it, I mean, physically tired, it's probably a good workout. Exactly. And, and, and that's the whole thing. When, when you know you feel physically exhausted, that's a good thing that your body is getting worked. The, the difficult thing, um, or the unfortunate about when it comes to household chores is a lot of times, we're not, you know, using proper, proper form as we dust or as we unload dishes. And that's why you'll, you people find more injuries uh, for household things. As you do household things, all of a sudden your back is sore and your arm is sore. So it's really, you know, something that sounds so silly that if you're not going to, it's everyday just stretching. I'm such a big fan of yoga, and I was on this hardcore yoga thing for a long time, and I kind of got off for a while, and now I'm getting back in. It's just the slightest thing of just stretching every day. It really stretching is important. With and of course, we're getting to the end of our time here, Heather, as we always do. And I think one of the big things we can just remind people is that sitting is hazardous to your health. So we have to think of ways to add physical activity to your day. Get out of your chair if you're on the computer, you know, walk around your desk, uh, just stay away from the TV as much as possible and do something a little more active. So get out that vacuum, uh, put, <laughs> take a walk, go out into the garden, get on that ball 
but just set your body in motion. So wind it up for us, Heather. Exactly. Just as you said, as sitting all day, that's being stagnant. And they always say, you know, a rolling stone never uh, gathers any moss. So if you want to get more information from us, go to our website. Go to bethestarur.com as well as bethestarur.org. And you feel better, Heather Brittany, because, Uh, you know, health does matter. And when we return from break, author and poet E.D. Arrington shares how there is only one way to find out what's waiting on you at the end of that road, and that's stay the course. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And you're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. Don't go away. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite World Talk Radio show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Looking for unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for the special woman in your life? The Carmony Collection creates handmade handbags, clutches, candles, and canvases from vintage and recycled fabrics, bangles, and beads. Be eco-friendly and fashionable with prices for all pocketbooks. Visit www.carmonycollection.com. That's Carmony with a K and Collection with a K. Or call 925-785-7827. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. Get a positive prescription for living and discover a cure for adversity when you make a difference in the lives of others by donating to Be The Star You Are, a 501c3 top-rated charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth through increased literacy, positive media, and tools for living. www.bethestarur.org All donations are tax-deductible. www.bethestarur.org Be the lucky star This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR, 925-377-STAR. You're listening to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Be the star you are. You are the star. Get ready to be inspired, entertained, and motivated to greatness with positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Turn up the volume. Tune in to the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Now, back to the program with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Well, there is an apathy sweeping our country, and as a nation, we are growing more accustomed to violence, chaos, abuse, and a plethora of negative influences. Our society is desensitized to atrocities and horrors every day, and more and more we hear about hate crimes. Well, Be the Star You Are believes that information infused with inspiration has the power to transform and change lives. And with that in mind, Be The Star You Are is committed to providing positive role models 
for youth and adults. Visit btsya.com or be the star you are.org for more information or to make a donation. Help increase literacy, positive messages for youth and families and give us all a better tomorrow. Well, E.D. Arrington's book, Stay the Course, is on the supplemental reading list for young adults of the National Council of Teachers of English and African-American read-in. It's set in rural North Carolina in the late 1960s through 1971, and it tells a very moving story of a grandmother, her ma, her lifelong dream to see one of her own children get into high school and have a diploma. As the founder of It's Time to Read With Me, it's a read-aloud literacy enrichment program, Edie Arrington really believes in increasing literacy and helping at-risk children. And they're very, they're topics that are really dear to her heart because our youth need as many advocates as possible. So welcome, Lois, to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Thank you so much, Cynthia. I'm glad to be here and thank you for having me. Well, I am thrilled and, uh, Edie's, uh, Edie's other name for those who affectionately want to call her, her name is Lois. So that's why I'm going to call her Lois because you have written such a lovely book. I know it's just one of several that you have written, but Stay the Course follows the life of a young girl, Lori, and her grandmother, who she calls Ma, in the 60s and 70s, as I was saying earlier. And it's really the, the height of the desegregation era, Martin Luther King. It's very apropos you're on this week when we just celebrated um, the um, tribute to Martin Luther King. But this felt like such a true story, Lois. Was it based on people you knew or background family? We'd lo- I'd love to know the background on it. Um, Cynthia, if I there's there's almost no scene or incident incident that happens in this book that I can't take you back to my own life mm. and show you the the true side. Uh, I took my life. It's loosely based. I say loosely based on my life, but I've had so many people who grew up in the rural South of, uh, in North Carolina who actually said to me. This is my story um, because it was a difficult period, and so many of those young people who are now uh, mature adults had to rely on someone that they also called Ma. And, you know, this is what I thought brought to the forefront in your story. The book is called Stay the Course, is so many children are raised by their grandparents, and the grandmother seems to be just not only the heart of the family, but the person who's handing down the legacy. And with your ma in Stay the Course, it was her dream, her lifelong dream, to see one of her children graduate from high school because people had to drop out of school to go help in the fields. And at the very back of your book, you have, I really, really, I'm, I'm kind of starting at the back here. You have this wonderful, the story continues in, um, where you talk about education is freedom and you think about, you go through the different, the African slave man who was being 
tortured, basically, and what his last prayer was, and then how it moves up and moves up. And what it really says to me is it takes many generations sometimes for our dreams to come true. And this is why we have to stay the course. That's correct. And and I'm glad you said that because the whole thing that runs, I hope that people will get when they read that poem, is that from from the struggle of one, but the prayer was always for the children. Because the, even though e- each of the adults who, su- who struggled and sacrificed really uh, was doing it for a better day. If, if you think about the African-American community uh, back in the 60s, one of the things that ran through that community was was the, the hope for a better day. And Dr. King died for a better day. That the ma in the book sacrificed the, the, the grandfather, I don't want to leave out the grandfather, sacrificed so that the children could have a better day. I can remember Cynthia, my grandmother, who I call Ma, said to me on many occasions, I'm not going to live to see it, but you will. And this, you, you have translated that into the book, and this is what Ma says in the book, is that yes. I may not live to see this in my day, but my dream, my hope is that you will, and you're making a difference. You're doing this for all of us. What I found also so... So fascinating, Lois, though, about the story. First of all, it was so real, so gripping, and it and it just touched my heart in such a, a deep way because this young girl, Lori, who's so bright and she's so kind, and she comes from this very kind family, Daddy and and Mom, and they're just such good people, and they they're teaching their grandchildren about love and caring and respect for one another, and you know, turn the other cheek and don't let them. You know, we're all we're all equal in the eyes of God, and yet she has to go out and endure such uh, intolerance and such hatred from people who should know better. And that, to me, you know, I, I've never experienced that, and I haven't really witnessed that. But to think so many thousands, if not millions of people, especially the as they started off being called, you know, the slaves to the colored to the African-Americans, blacks, African-Americans, what, all the different names that they were given, is that we were all people. And yet it only there wasn't people that were reaching out except for the one, you know, the one little girl, Jasmine, who finally came forward to be her friend. I love that part. I love I, I love to use. Just what you, um, uh, the, the portion of the book that you just, uh, spoke of. I love to use that Jasmine and Lori. Jasmine being the little white girl. Ja- uh, Lori being the one who got bullied. Bullied. And, and Jasmine was one of the girls who bullied her. But I love And to she use bullied that. her out of fear though. And that's out the thing. Fear. It's like the mob. That, that really showed me how there's the mob mentality, even though these were young girls, that you, you just, you're afraid to be outside of what everybody else is doing. But finally, she grabbed her bravery. Yeah. It, it, it's such a wonderful, wonderful story here. 
I, I just, I, I, I love to, to, to uh, at least allow the children when they get to that part of the book to, to ask them how would they have handled it differently. And to hear the, because it, just to give them an opportunity to, to not be right or wrong, because every opinion is heard, but to have them examine such a tough time, because it's bullying. It's talking about this little girl is being bullied, and, and these children face it in school. But instead of putting it on them and having them try to describe a, their own situation, to, to have them take a step back and look at someone who's being bullied and look at the – because they were both really being bullied, even though Jasmine was with the – the girls and Debbie Pennington was almost like a little mobster. But even though Jasmine was with them, she was really being bullied into being mean to someone that she really didn't want to be mean to. And and I thought too, what was so fascinating is that when Jasmine did try to befriend Lori, Lori was so skeptical. She felt like now she's in a mousetrap. Now what's going to happen? What you know, when is she gonna spring it? And that's so understandable when you're when someone is mean to you for so long and then all of a sudden turns face. But what I also showed is how one person can make a difference, how other people can come around and by staying the course, by being strong by not letting anybody get the best of you, Lori was able to make it to that glorious day and be the first one in her family to bring home that diploma. But how, what a travesty that here in the United States of America in the 1960s that so many African Americans had to suffer through this when they were supposedly granted all the right. I mean, supposedly we're all, we're all Americans, right? Except for there were still back of the bus, and there were there were still all this horrible prejudice. Uh, it's I, I'm really so happy to see this coming out for future generations who now are in multicultural schools, and they don't you know people don't see it that much. At least here in California, I don't you don't experience it. But I think in the South, is it still a bit prevalent in the South? Is there still um, more dis, you know discrimination? Cynthia is everywhere, but it's different. And and what I love for the children to explore in this book, and 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 I hope your your listening audience will also explore. One of the problems is that the children did not have but one side of American history. So and until you know, Carnegie Woodson wanted. Uh, the whole American history taught so that we could look at each other with respect. And even now, in the 21st century, we're teaching the magnificence of one, of one culture, the white culture. And what I, what I want my children to take away from this book, as we t- especially when you read the, the very back of the book, where you see uh, when this when this man when the youngest man child awakes, when he awakes, it's because after all the generations and all the and they keep passing the knowledge down, even though they're not 
They're not educated formally, but they keep passing the knowledge down until it it gets to that part where he lived to see the first American. And I continue to use the word American as opposed to African-American because I want the children, I want to impress upon especially children of color, you are an American. Amen, Lois. You are American. Amen. This was this that was what was a very very poignant part in this poem that you wrote. And I sh- I want to tell the listeners too. You are an award winning poet. You've uh, won first place in in the in the poetry competitions. But this poem we're speaking about is at the back of the book. Stay the course, and it's called Education Is Freedom. And what a a wonderful thing to come from this beginning of being hauled over from Africa as a slave to watching each generation staying the course, basically, right? Laura staying the course and passing down the prayers and just wanting to give the children justice, just wanting the next generation not to feel hopeless and helpless and like just hang on to hope. And so what a great moment to have uh, the first American president that was of african descent serve as the president of uh, of the free world of the of, of the united the, states yes and, and and but just to to uh complete the 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 thought concerning jasmine and laurie and the distrust um and and you could see this uh, in the poem when he says when it says having never stepped foot uh, after all those generations even after receiving the right to vote, having never stepped foot in a polling booth, one day he awakes. Jasmine, one day, Jasmine awakes and says, I'm not going to live in this hate anymore. This is not me. I'm, 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 she, and she was afraid. But you know what? She walked through her fear. And, and she, that, that's the message that I take away from the book, that I hope that the children and um, teens who read this book take away that we have to step out of our fear. We can't be blinded by it because we have to have courage. And courage is not the absence of fear. It's walking through it. It is. It's, it's facing it. It's facing it because everything changed for her and for others once she decided to take action. Yes, and it was so beautiful. And, and, and getting to Lori, I, I don't want to leave Lori out. Lori was so, Jasmine was trying so hard to, be, to, to make things right. Lori was being so difficult because she didn't trust her, and she had reason not to trust her. And what I like for the, uh, our youth to see is that things don't happen overnight. And where we are today, as a country, in some, depending upon where you live, some places are better than have 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 done better than others. But it took a long time, and and there's still there's still that level of trust that that's not there. Some sometimes you think it's there, and it doesn't take anything but. Uh, 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 you know, a word spoken wrong, and all of a sudden, all the wounds get opened again, and the, and the distrust comes in. And so with Lori, when Jasmine was being genuine 
and honest and sincere and wanted to be her friend, Lori, it took it took some doing before Lori could step in closer to her or even begin to 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 trust her because the the wound was so deep. Well, and, and so understandable. And what I really loved about the fact that what bonded them together and which I see every day when I work with youth is they found a commonality through sports. Yeah. So when you find a commonality that you that you both really enjoy and you excel in and, and you're working towards this common bond, all of a sudden any differences you have fall away because you're working towards something that is together and that I mean it doesn't have to be sports but in in this case it was through her was was through her track and her running and I thought that was a, a wonderful way because especially with young people in schools today there are so many activities that we can become a part of and we really feel a part of so we do need to reach out and at least attempt to make that connection so that the bullying will stop, so that we stop the hatred, and that we increase the love and increase the fact that we are all one and that we're, we're all just humans in training. But, Cynthia, can I bring just one thing to your attention? Um, yes. You, you spoke about the children coming together as a result, the two girls coming together as a result of, of connecting with sports. But... But what I but I what I want to bring to your attention is that be, that even though they were in the same physical education class and and, and Jasmine made herself uh, Lori's teammate even though she didn't want to be part Lori didn't want to be uh, partners with Jasmine but what but one key thing that brought them together was after Jasmine. Um, what experienced this, just that painful hate that Lori had experienced it when they when the girls had that black goo. And that's over. that was really the bonding moment, actually, wasn't it? Because they they both Jasmine really for the first time experienced the hatred that Lori had been experiencing her whole life, and for the first time, the wall. The wall of distrust that Lori had put up started crumbled, but it crumbled. And this is what I want to make uh, the uh, the important point I want to make to the children. It crumbled because in the shower, as she was helping Jasmine clean up, they began to talk, and they began to communicate, and they began to see each other as just two human beings. And that's the key, isn't it, Lois, is uh, is the fact is we have to see each other as people. Well, we have been talking to E.D. Arrington, also known as Lois. Her book is Stay the Course, and this is such a wonderful book for all ages, and it is the story of a young girl growing up in the 60s and early 70s with her grandparents really having a dream of seeing one of their own graduate from high school. And you have woven together so many of the triumphs and tragedies that happen in all families. And that is where the commonality, I think, comes in, is that, again, as people, everyone goes through things. But 
during that time period and still going on today that when we are experiencing uh, discrimination or hatred or bullying, it's really it's a really a challenge to stay the course. But if we don't stay the course, then it'll never be better for our children. And I think that your poem at the end, keep praying, keep the faith, stay the course, is the answer to the question. <laughs> Thank you so much. I I, I just. I, I would say to all of the children and to those listening, uh, the, the, the adults who are listening, the reason that we are where we are today, Cynthia, in this great country, even with all of our problems, is that there have been people and there are people who refuse to quit. They refuse to give up. They continue to pray and they stay the course. And that's why we can wake up every day, walk out into a world where we, where all the hatred used to be so thick. Now it's in patches and it's still there, but we have a lot to, uh, uh, many, many thanks to those people who stayed the course and to people like you who understand how important it is. For out to, to give back to the children so that they can continue to keep this country a better place. It's our responsibility to stay the course. It is. And E.D., I thank you so much for being on the show. I want to give your website out. It's edarringtonbooks.com. You want to pick up a copy of Stay the Course. She's also written Forever Was a Day on the Edge and a wonderful collection of poems and inspirational writings called Words of Comfort, plus more. So go to edarringtonbooks.com. That's E-D-A-R-R-I-N-G-T-O-N books.com. Lois, you are a wonderful, wonderful role model. And thank you for all you do for youth and for literacy and for people at risk because you are staying the course. And by writing about what happened to you and people you know and others, uh, you can change the course of life for those who follow. So thank you so much for being on Star Style. Be the star you are. Thank you for having me. Stay the course. E.D. Arrington, there's only one way you're ever going to find out what's waiting on you at the end of that road. So stay the course. Thank you, Lois. Thank you so much for being on. I'm Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. And I'll be back in a bit with lives and letters of literacy and legacy. Stay with me. The star you Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take World Talk Radio on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Albert Einstein said that imagination is more important than facts. The more you use your imagination, the more creative you become. When was the last time you really thought outside the box? Imagine your goals, then focus your attention on accomplishing them, even in the most unorthodox manner. 
your ability to de develop these ideas and to make you successful is limitless. The next time you come up against a brick wall, let your imagination run wild and ponder the potentialities. Think like a child who knows no boundaries and be aware of possible solutions to what may seem like impossible challenges. Our experiences are only limited by the quantity and quality of our imaginations. So imagine your reality and stay the course. Remember, you're the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For more information, visit starstyle.us. Are you a teenager with lots to say but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel and join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com. You can express yourself are you living your dreams want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin lifestyle coach and personal growth expert cynthia bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature star style consultations with personalized sessions by phone or in person you'll turn your passions into profits visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR that's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7828 Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com. You can be the star you are. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. Make a world of difference in a world of differences when you support Be the Star You Are 501c3, a literacy and positive media charity dedicated to empowering women families, and youth. Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org to make a tax-deductible donation today. Everyone counts. Donate today. BeTheStarYouAre.org Be the lucky star you You don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take World Talk Radio on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Be the star you are. You are the star. Turn up the volume, grab a seat, and get ready to be challenged, inspired, and motivated to greatness. It's power party time on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with your hosts, the mother-daughter dynamic duo, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Well, my appreciation to you for keeping tuned here to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We are live every Thursday from 3 to 4 p.m. Pacific Time on World Talk Radio and can be accessed anytime at StarStyleRadio.com. For information, inspiration, encouragement, and healthy living, join our Power Playground weekly and jumpstart your happiness quotient. Well, I was just delighted to speak with E.D. Arrington, I call her Lois, and her book, Stay the Course. It was very appropriate for this week. 
And also, the SAG Awards are coming up uh, next week, and Heather and I will be talking about them in our following show. But I'm really excited that The Help is nominated as Best Picture, as well as Outstanding Performances by a Cast in a Motion Picture and Outstanding Performance by a Male uh, Female Actor in Supporting Roles. Uh, There are two of them, actually, in that, and in Leading Roles. This That whole cast, that story was really, really remarkable. So if you haven't read the book or you haven't seen The Help, I really recommend that you do it. It uh, it opens our eyes and makes us realize again what uh, Lois was and I were speaking about earlier is that we are all humans. We're all in this together, and we need to all get along. Stop the bullying. Well, today is the last day to enter the National Essay Contest sponsored by U.S. Bank. Go to btsya.com, read how to enter, send us your stories, and be a contestant. You could win dollars, a radio interview, books, and more. And this week, you know, we did celebrate uh, Martin Luther King. Next month, we'll be honoring the presidents. And because of this, for this month, we are offering a tribute to those who make a difference on this planet. And Be the Star You Are is hosting Live Your Legacy Month. So if you want to submit a two to three hundred word story article on a person, a group, or a leader who has really impacted your life in a profound way and a positive way, send your submission to info at be the star you are dot org. If your entry is chosen, it'll be read live on the air. And it could be read also, if it's appropriate, on our teen show. And don't forget, express yourself for teens. It airs live every Tuesday at noon on Voice America Kids Network. You can also tune in at expressyourselfteenradio.com. We're really having a lot of fun with it. The teens are amazing. The guests are amazing. And we do have uh, a show that will be airing next week on bullying. So you're going to really want to uh, be tuning in and listening to that. Well, today's Live Your Legacy is from a young man who wishes to be anonymous. So we are not going to be reading his name. It's touching and many of us will resonate with the message. It's simply called Hero. I am writing today about my mom. She is a divorcee who is remarried and currently runs her own business. She went through some tough times to get where she is today. My mom and dad were divorced when I was about eight years old, and they decided to live separately. My mom basically had to raise four kids on her own, and she did have some financial support from my dad. But while she was raising four kids, she also decided to pursue her master's degree in social work. I'm not sure how she managed to do this because of the four of us were pretty rough and always involved in drugs and alcohol, and we rarely did as we were told. A few of us were in and out of rehab as well. She was the rock, though, that did whatever it took to make sure that we always ended up on the right path. I'm very proud to say that all of us have graduated from college And although at the time we didn't appreciate what she did, we all do now. She's now running her own private practice, helping other families deal with drug abuse and all sorts of mental problems. Trust me, she speaks from experience, and I'm so happy she's my mom, and she's making a difference in the community every single day. 
lots of love, Mom. And then it's signed, Anonymous. And I thought that was very wonderful that we finally, you know, sometimes when we're teens, we don't appreciate what our parents are doing for us. And that is how the book can stay the course in so many people. So often that, you know, it's a single parent or it's a grandparent that is raising the kids. Now, I'd like to read a story called The Gift of Courage from the book Be the Star You Are, 99 Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, and Learning to Make a Difference, because this is also part of the Live Your Legacy and My Hero um, Month. It was 1961. America was in the middle of a Cuban Missile Crisis. World War III seemed hours away, and we prayed that President Kennedy would find a way to save the nation. My grammar school was located 20 miles from a major California military base where, let's see, what did I just do here? I'm I'm paying attention to my engineer and what we're doing. Sorry about that. From a major California military base, which we were assured would be a target for Russian bombs. The school held daily air raid drills while U.S. jets roared overhead. For months on end, we were all terrified. The school had an evacuation plan. When war broke out, students would be loaded on school buses and driven to a small town at Chico, several hours away in Northern California. Parents received a letter explaining that they'd be reunited with their children after the danger had passed. My parents' immediate response was, no way, our children will not ride a bus to disaster. They reasoned that the roads would be jammed with a big yellow bus would be an easy target. From our vantage point today, This may seem rather naive. Why, if the Russians had nuclear missiles, would they send short-range, low-flying bombs to crisscross above rural California to strafe cars and buses? But it was a time of national fear, and the first casualty was logic. My parents decided that if we're all going to die, they wanted us to be together. They notified the school that they would come for their children in case of an attack. And my mom and dad went into action. Mom prepared a tiny sheltered hideout in a small windowless hallway with plenty of food, water, ammunition, and blankets. Dad outfitted his World War II Willie Jeep like an armored tank. He camouflaged it, put a grater on the front, added special tires, loaded it with chainsaws, wire cutters, rifles, extra gasoline, food, a tank of water for putting out fires, sleeping bags, shovels, enough survival equipment for the four of us. His plan was to reach us by driving 15 miles overland, going through the hills and creeks, avoiding the roads. He would cut wires, knock over fences, and destroy anything that got in the way of rescuing his daughters. Dad mapped out his route and walked the land to make sure it was feasible. We had rehearsals and drills. We camped out in the hallway hideout several nights to make sure we'd fit. No one could stretch out, but we could sit. We went on run-throughs with the Jeep. My dad's courage was indescribable. I'm sure he was scared, but he sure didn't show it. He took control of a terrible situation and did the best he could to remedy our fears. My dad's determination to risk his own life, to reach us, helped us believe that he would not fail to rescue us. There was nothing mediocre about him. He was a gentle giant on a mission possible. I can still hear him giving us our evacuation instructions, making sure we'd run to the safety of our hiding place as we awaited his arrival. Even as I write this today, I was choked with tears. We were the only kids in our school whose parents had devised a separate rescue plan. We had a secret meeting place at the school, and we knew with certainty that our dad would be there. 
He was always our protector, our hero, and we felt completely safe with him. Dad was our unwavering warrior. Fortunately for the world, the Cuban Missile Crisis was resolved, but the courage, boldness, and love that Mom and Dad expressed for us during those terrible days are part of our hearts and souls. The words courage and dad are inseparable in my mind. He will forever be a hero to me. Courage comes in many shapes and sizes, and it doesn't mean you're fearless. It only means that you have controlled your fear. And just remember that no can be a complete sentence. Courage is resistance to fear, not the absence of fear. Well, thank you so much for staying with us and listening to our show, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with Heather Brittany and I every week. We really appreciate your time, and we hope that the show changes your life and that you meet interesting authors and experts that help your dreams come true. For more information about Be The Star You Are charity, go to bethestarur.org or btsya.com. For information about Star Style Productions, visit starstyleproductions.com. And you can make a donation to the charity uh, because we definitely need it. (laughs) May you use the gifts that you have received and pass on the love that has been given to you. And may you know that you have the power within you to be happy to have infinite possibilities and if infinite probabilities. Have a wonderful week. Go out into the world, encourage someone else, and build resilience. My name is Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. We wish you a very happy week. And remember to always be the star you are. I'll be with you next week. Thanks for joining me. Thank you for tuning in every week for the Power Hour on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Our goal is to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to reach for the stars and shine brightly. For further information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. You're invited to our Power Party next week and every week right here on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel with the dynamic duo... The Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, our health hero, Heather Brittany, and the pioneers on the planet. We'll pour more champagne for the spirit with positive, uplifting, life-changing radio. Until we play again, be the star you are. You.